my God, when Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us pray. Gracious, kind, and eternal God. We thank you, O oh God, for this opportunity as you allow me and my husband to stand behind this desk, come to break the bread of life with your waiting congregation. We ask, O oh God, that you will touch us, O oh Lord. Fill us up. Gird us up and let us stand strong. Help us, O oh God, to bring forth the word, O oh God, that would make a difference in the lives of your people. God, we ask that you will touch every listening ear this morning that their lives shall be changed not by anything that we do or say, oh God, but by your spirit. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May they be better for having come this way. God, you know that it is the grass that withers and the flower that fades, but it is your word that shall stand forever we thank you O oh lord in advance for your word amen and bless god amen bless his holy name thank you all this morning you all trying to start some stuff in here i can tell like i i can tell pastor keith that y'all trying to start something ain't that right reverend they they they, they cutting up bad cutting up bad i don't know who to report you to but but uh, it's good. It's good. All right. Yes, yes, yes. We bless God for each and every one of you. Well, last week uh, we came and we talked about the whole concept surrounding being betrothed. We read in the story that because that was really the place where Mary and Joseph were really under a legally binding contract, uh, a contract that, that came about even um, without Mary's consent. You know, she was a woman in a man's world. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, uh, we talked about her uh, being bemused. You all may know that bemused is a word that says that they uh, had some confusion going on in the story uh, because it really did highlight how Mary and Joseph felt during this betrothal uh, uh, period at the news uh, uh, that, the, that the angel of Gabriel, uh, angel named Gabriel came to uh, deposit into them. And finally, we talked about Mary and Joseph remaining fast. Come on, somebody. Uh, uh, believers in the fact uh, that what was going on in their situation was the will of God and it had to be carried out. Uh, oh, 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 I, 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 oh, that's some good, that's good right there. We told you uh, that the scripture
scripture says that both Mary and Joseph uh, were, were people. The, the, the Bible teaches us that, that uh, they were uh, good, clean people with good, clean reputations. Yeah. Uh, but they were thrust into a middle of a situation that was now filled with what I like to call some blurred lines. Uh, it wasn't quite straightforward like it started out. Uh, and so we have some blurred lines uh, uh, since the Holy Spirit had overshadowed Mary and, and she is now pregnant with a child um, even though she's a ver oh come on somebody help me figure this out uh, uh, and had never been had never known a man before mm, 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 uh, including uh, uh, brother Joseph uh, she had never she, she didn't know him like that uh, oh come on somebody uh, hallelujah we told you, we told you that they still became the model for married couples because they remained faithful to themselves in the middle of the situation. But moreover, can we put it like this, that first and foremost, not only did they remain faithful to themselves, but they remained faithful unto God. Oh, somebody needs that this morning. Anybody out there know? and understand that it is our first duty to be faithful to God, uh, hallelujah, and, and, and this is particular uh, in our marriage situations, we got to be faithful unto God. We hope, we hope that uh, you've been waiting with some anticipation to see what this week uh, and this week's word will bring uh, because we said we would bring forth some implications of marriage uh, in the context of the scripture, but place the context in today's culture. Amen, somebody. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. See, because their culture and ours uh, are, 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 are eons apart. Uh, we're separated by time. We're separated by language. Uh, we're separated by culture and religion. Uh, Any way you can separate uh, Mary and Joseph's time from our time, uh, it, it, there's a separation there. Uh, so let me remind you of some of Mary's characteristics. First, let me tell you that she was a woman of faith. Uh, she was young and she was uh, a virgin and she uh, uh, had fear and trembling in other words uh, she reverenced uh, the name of the Lord she reverenced her, her father and she accepted the angel's announcement uh, that she would bear this child named Jesus and bring him into this world uh, you all notice you all notice that in that text you did not hear the angel say but it's going to be tough uh, and you're going to go to the inn and it ain't going to be no room and you're going to be outside uh, they didn't tell her none of that. <laughs> Glory, 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 glory. Uh -huh. they, they, they didn't, they, the angel didn't bring the whole story. Amen, amen. How many of you all know that we live with a God and serve a God who don't always tell you? 
the whole story. But Mary, Mary, she's young. She's she's a virgin, but she loves God. But you know, in her society, in her world, in Jewish society, they treated unmarried women with disdain and and disapproval. They didn't care for unmarried women too much. And since this was of God, she accepted God's will for her life, regardless of what the people might say. Uh, uh, she didn't really care if they got on Facebook uh, and posted stuff about her. Uh, she really didn't care, Pastor Keith, if she was, if folks start texting each other in a group chat uh, uh, about what was going on in her life. Um, anybody ever been there? Did you been the subject uh, 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 of, the, of the group text? Uh, oh, God. Uh, somebody had something to say about something that, that, that was happening over your house? Uh, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, well, 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 well. You see, Mary is really an ordinary woman uh, who is set apart uh, through an ordinary task. Uh, and likewise, Joseph, uh, we call Joseph her boo. You all know how we do that. Um, uh, was a plain and ordinary man, but but he was also a faithful man with a reverence and a love for God. Uh, he was also given an extraordinary duty of providing and raising this Christ child with Mary. But our title, our title today remains, Let's Get Married. Because we want you to know that both men and women have, uh, have specific obligations in marriage. Yes. Men, uh, Pastor Keith and I want you to know that your burden in marriage is just as important as those of your partners. You know, sometimes, uh, uh, sometimes people uh, uh, believe there are uh, there are uh, 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 heavier roles for women. You know, they gotta work. What's the saying? Work from uh, uh, son to son, or or, uh, or woman's work is never done. Uh, I, I believe that's what the, how how it goes. Um, but 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 what we want men to understand is that you have a, a, a huge role to play and a huge responsibility uh, even though uh, 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 in terms of carrying children is not how God set it up uh, that belongs to the female uh, um, um, but 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 you still have some uh, obligations and some responsibilities uh, in caring for the child uh, uh, so although we use this title let's get married with those questions Marks. Um, it really is a, 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 a story for those who are already married, those who are thinking about marriage, or, or maybe you're hoping that that will be your story someday. I believe we are trying to cover all of the bases. As Pastor Keith did mention to you last week, that this is a story about you and your boo. So I want to be, want you to remember that as you question, uh, have questions about your own marriage uh, or planning uh, uh, in the future to go down that road if you are single now uh, or, or, or about to be engaged, that there are some points we want to make uh, because we want you to know that in that process you must uh, stay faithful Stay focused and know that you are stronger 
together. And we'll get back to you on those points in just a few moments. Come on, Pastor Keith. So to lighten the mood just a little bit, let me give you a few quick statements about marriage that I found. Here's one similar to our betrothal story. It says, the woman at the altar says, I do. Now have your people contact my people to hammer out the details. <laughs> Social media ministry, here's one for you that says, the preacher says, I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may now update your Facebook status. <laughs> Just a few more and I'll, I'll quit it. A daughter says to her mom, what is marriage? And the mom says, marriage is just a fancy word for adopting an overgrown male child who cannot be handled by his parents anymore. <laughs> a man hollers at his wife, I was a fool when I married you, to which she hollers back, I know, dear, but I was in love and I didn't notice. <laughs> okay. And here's one that's true for the message of a good marriage. It is a gift from God to us because the quality of our marriage is a gift from us to him. Amen. Remembering that I'm on Joseph's side telling Joseph's story and not that Joseph did anything wrong but we did research on what men and women do wrong in their marital relationships. Sorry for the two weeks on marriage, Alan and Elaine. I know y'all been married many a day. But sometimes God wants us to understand how we are to take to heart the most precious gifts and not mess with them till we mess them up. Let me repeat that. We are to take our most precious gifts and not mess with them till we mess them up. No doubt that Joseph had issues with his marriage, Sultan. And, and since Joseph was silent in this biblical story because he was human, he most likely made some mistakes in his marriage that aren't even recorded in the Bible. But men of God, the Bible doesn't tell us how long he and Mary were betrothed before they got married officially. But it does tell us that they were true to their contract. So let me tell you this. Be true to your contract with your boo. That you may have sworn in front of God. That's why we have to plan to be true until death do its part. That's why we have to know that uh, we are to be married. And as long as health and safety of each partner is not threatened, you are to hang in there and do the best you can in your marriage. 
I know I got some amens out there somewhere. I don't hear them yet. But I know they're out there. Amen, amen. And, and men of God, I often, I know that often if there are some problems in a marriage dating scene or marriage scene that experts are saying that we wait too long to acknowledge any marital problems. We wait, according to these experts, approximately six years too long to bring up the issues and get some help. Now, Matthew 1, 18 through 22 clearly tells us that Joseph's issues were acknowledging his problems with Mary and Mary. He must have been shocked at a baby coming and he not be the father. I would have been shocked too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And on top of that, he, Pastor Burrell, must have been very concerned at first because the two of them hadn't even been to the Hilton Garden Inn yet. <laughs> hadn't gone to the Hyatt Place. And none of them had gone to the Marriott Residence Inn, not even for the first time. And the two of them hadn't even been to the Motel uh -oh, 6. Uh -oh. So they couldn't leave the light on for them, CJ. <laughs> Somebody going to get these after a while. <laughs> now, Joseph was more and more confused, so he, he be, was befuddled. He was bewildered. And to use Pastor I's word, he was bemused, which kept him doubting about whether he should hold fast to the marriage contract. But God. Somebody out there knows that word, two words. Uh, but God. Because we, we know how God operates. I can surmise that from this scripture that sometimes uh, late in the midnight hour, he will come and bring you through. Sometimes late in the midnight hour, uh, he will work things out for you. I don't know about you, but let me talk about Keith Brown right now. Sometimes in the midnight hour, he will be there for you if you just believe. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? All right. So late in the midnight hour, Joseph's problems were solved by the angel Gabriel who came to him in a dream at God's command. And he spoke to Joseph and he told him not to be afraid. That means don't worry about what it looks like. I'll take care of what it looks like, God said. God was telling them, just, just look at, at the way that I do things. Because it ain't what it looks like even in this. I hope somebody heard that. I hope you heard that. I hope you heard it because I don't know who it was for. But the Lord said, uh, unless it's directly for you, which I'll raise my hand, I know some of it is for me. But there might be somebody else out there who knows that God will take care of what it looks like. But God. But God. And God wants us to know that it ain't 
what it looks like even in our worst situation. And it ain't even over unless God says it's over. So put away your doubts, Joseph. Put away your worry. Put away your fear. Put away your consternation. Why? Because God has already got this situation under control. That's a word right there for some of us. And he's already worked it out for you. So somebody needs to know out there that whatever it is, God has already worked it out. While you and I were trying to figure it out, God had already worked it out. That was an aside for somebody out there. I don't know who it was for. But the Lord told us to tell you this morning that God has already worked it out. Amen, somebody. That's the kind of God that we serve. He's already worked it out. While we're trying to figure it out and know what it is that we think we know, God knows it all and has already worked it out. That's a rhema word for somebody. Uh, so now, 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 let me talk quickly about you and your boo, and I'll get out of the way. And how we are to live according to God's plans in the bounds of matrimony. But first, we need to discuss some of what the experts uh, say about today's culture and what they suggest as some clear signs of an unhappy marriage. In other words, how would you know if you were in an unhappy marriage situation or an engagement situation, but mostly a marriage situation? So I want to use, for illustration, Pastor I's check system. Y'all remember Pastor I's check system? Where when it's something that's correct, you put a check mark beside it. So if your marriage partner stops wanting to be intimate with you, put a check mark there. If your marriage partner shuts down because she doesn't want you uh, and, would, and, and, and feels like she's not being heard by you, talking to the men now, because you never listen, you uh, are not attentive enough to what she has to say, Put a check mark on that one, too. By the way, man, uh, we need to mute those uh, phones and mute those remotes when she comes up to talk to us because she wants to be heard. And if you uh, got your TV turned up too loud, she can't hear and you can't hear. And so we're getting no communication. Just, 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 that, that, that's just another one for free. If you lack, uh, because of your lack of attention, she might care less about herself because she feels like she's not being uh, desired. So self-care is lacking. If that's happening, put a check mark there. And if you're a boo, the one who you say you love so well starts talking to some male friends instead of you. 
Amen. Amen. Put a check there. And finally, uh, if you let alcohol and illicit drugs and other things that are not of God enter into the picture, then you need to put a great big check there. If she suggests that she wants you to go to counseling and therapy afterwards, make sure you put a big check on that one. <laughs> now, these are not all the checks, and I took my time getting through them, but uh, we wanted you to have some idea of the issues going on in marriages and relationships. So let the church say amen. 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 I know it's tight, but it is right. Woo, bless God, bless God. All right, all right. It's the women's turn now. Hallelujah for the check system. So let me ask you just a few things to bring to your your forefront of your thinking. Uh, uh, because our first thing says that if your husband is not interested in intimacy, check. And I'm not even going to explain that one. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Real quiet in the house. <laughs> if you know that he is having divorce fantasies and you minimize his concerns about your marriage, somebody better put a check. If your time together feels like you're alone because there's no fun, and there's no trust either in the relationship. You are not really communicating or feel neglected. Somebody better put a check. If everything your partner does gets under your skin or on your very last nerve, somebody say check. <laughs> and if you feel like he's keeping secrets, or conversations turn into arguments quickly, or you don't even argue anymore because I'm not even wasting my time or my breath. <clears throat> Your relationship begins to feel distant and disconnected. Put a check. And finally, if you are, aren't committed to your boo no more, or you feel like you're under a microscope or always on the defensive and you two seem to have different agendas, put a check. So now, can we say if you've had a couple or more checks on the statements, you will do best by acknowledging that you got some issues in your marriage or in your significant other relationship, and you just might want to invest in finding someone who can help you work through these issues. 
Can we tell you again that we didn't create the list, but as pastors first and as certified marriage counselors second and with 35 years of marital experience third, uh, we feel like we have something that we can offer you that would be meaningful in your relationship. Amen, somebody. But uh, as we close the loop here, let me go back to those three areas that I mentioned early in the word, early in the sermon, that we think will help us as we move forward in relationship. Our first point said we have to stay faithful. Amen, somebody. Now, I, I, I know, I get it, that faithfulness seems like a word that used to mean something. Yes, it did. Uh, but today, it seems to have little, if any, meaning at all in the world in which we live, especially in our marital relationships. Uh, oh, I know you all hear me. Uh, whether married or you have a partner in a committed relationship I know that being faithful may not always be easy but when you make up your mind you can do it oh, I'm a living witness that it can be done you can be a one woman man or a one man woman hallelujah men and women of God if God is in you and you are in him you got to be faithful to God God and allow him first to be help you with that bridge that will get you from your relationship with God to being faithful in your relationship with your husband or your wife. Some experts tell us that faithfulness and commitment are vital to our emotional and physical health and I would say that they are on to something because because when unfaithfulness comes into the picture, it will wreck your whole world. Amen, somebody. Ask somebody who's been through it. I'm not telling you you can't get through it, but I'm telling you that it can mess you up for a while. Glory to God. You see, and the scripture already tells us in Proverbs 3, 3, and 4 that love and faithfulness never leave you. And bind them around your neck. Why do you have to bind it around your neck? Because your neck goes everywhere you go. And you will be reminded of the importance of faithfulness. He says write them on the tablets of your heart. Then you will be in good favor with a good name in the sight of God and in the sight of man. Although Mary and Joseph found themselves in a situation because they were determined to stay focused to the I'm saying faithful to the commitment that they made to God it helped them to stay faithful and committed to one another it kept them 
in favor with God and even today we can use them as an example of what it looks like to be faithful I see it you see it and we can see the importance of staying faithful my second point is we gotta stay focused oh come on come on come on come on why why am I going there I'm going there because we live in a world that's full of distractions oh yes it is Mary and Joseph they they lived in a world that had its difficulties it had its share of difficulties but it was nothing like the distractions that we all have to contend with even in 21st century living you see because distractions will come through the telephone oh yeah 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 I, I know I'm on to something the distractions will come through your TV hallelujah the distractions will come through any way that the enemy can use to derail us and to keep our marriages from being pure monogamous and godly it is the aim of our enemy of our souls he wants to keep our lives fragmented and fractured and so we can leave our relationships and ultimately dismantle our families oh yeah 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 that enemy the enemy he's tricky he's crafty oh he'll come at you y'all he'll come at you any way he can to break you up so how 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 can you minimize your distractions oh can we talk about it can we talk about it can we talk about it oh I'm gonna tell you this we're gonna talk about it because we're gonna minimize our distractions we're gonna dis- we're gonna minimize our distractions through the power of prayer oh do I have any praying people in the house do I have any saints this morning who knows the power in prayer people of God we gotta remember that prayer can move mountains can change our situations we gotta hold them up we gotta hold our marriages up to God we gotta lift our marriages up to God in prayer oh you all know first Thessalonians 5 and 17 reminds us that we've got to pray without ceasing that means pray in the day pray in the night pray in the midday pray when it look good pray when it don't look good pray when it feels good pray when it don't feel good hallelujah and can I give you a footnote here just a little footnote we don't want you to give up too soon so don't stop praying if you don't see anything change right away oh yeah 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 you see sometimes you gotta wait a while before you begin to see the results of your prayers hallelujah I'm talking to people this morning who are married we are talking to people who want to be married because we know that prayer hallelujah you gotta pray for focus in your marriage you gotta pray for focus in your relationships you gotta pray to be equally yoked for you people who are looking make sure when you find that special somebody that that person knows the living God that you serve don't pull somebody up out of a ditch 
church uh, just to have somebody uh, and, and then get in the situation in the marriage uh, and start talking about he don't even pray. Uh, well, well you, you, that ain't who you picked. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, the devil said I wouldn't even have picked him. Uh, I wouldn't even have picked her. So we got to be careful um, that we go into our relationships uh, equally yoked. Uh, hallelujah. We got to pray for patience, you all. Uh, we we got to pray for perseverance. Um, we got to pray against conflict uh, and pray against temptation um, because can I tell you uh, it's all around us uh, hallelujah if you spend time talking to God uh, about these areas uh, we know that it will help you maintain your focus uh, because when in trouble uh, I know that God is a trouble taker he said to cast your cares on him because he cares for us when life is a kicker I know I said I know oh oh that our God is a heart fixer and when in doubt we certainly serve a God who can help us to work it out when you are stuck in the darkest darkest day I know a God who can help you find your way is there a witness in the house this morning to what I just told you I know our God can do so what is it what is it pastor what is it what is it we gotta stay faithful we gotta stay focused and the third thing is you gotta remember that you're stronger together stronger 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 together you, 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 you see you see uh, uh, when when two people are working together and you get double the effort they can double the strength and they can get twice as much done as one person can alone they also have the value of working in unison thus creating harmony instead of disorder instead of confusion and chaos especially in our marriage come on now come on now one ought to be able to lift up the other those of you who have been in a marital relationship you know that it takes work to make it work good strong healthy vibrant marriages they don't come out of thin air somebody say amen in the house you see it takes moving together it takes moving together in the same direction we know it can be done with a husband and a wife working on the same team moving in the same direction but can I tell somebody that every now and then something knocks on your door <laughs> Woo! hallelujah that just you and me we ain't gonna be able to do nothing with I'm right about it Pastor Keith every now and then something comes in the mail that lets us know that it takes more than me and him to make it through I know I'm right about it in other words every now and then when a category five storm comes your house oh glory hallelujah we're gonna need more than just
just the two of us to hold it together. You all remember old Bill Withers used to sing that song, just the two of us. We can make it if we try. When I stop by today, to tell you it's all right in most circumstances, but every now and then, something will come along. It's going to take more than just the two of you to make it. Can I tell you every now and then that something might come your way that can help your marriage and your relationship to quickly become unraveled when this right thing comes up against you. Oh, I don't know who I'm talking to. Hallelujah. I don't even know why the Lord gave us this for this season. But, 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 but I'm reminded, I'm reminded, I'm reminded, I'm reminded when our, when our daughter was a little girl, she was when she was a little girl she had she had a a, a, a nice uh, you know a, a length and a, a, a lot of hair and and uh, I would go to work early in the morning I would uh, leave Pastor Keith to fix her hair and, and and of course then then she thought that when he when she was in her chair that that it was her job to tell him how to fix it oh amen hallelujah to Jesus and so she would say daddy can you just give me a two ponytails two two twists on on a, on a, you know split it down the middle and and put a twist on this side and a and a twist on that side and and and, and she start out looking cute amen somebody yeah she's she'd go to school looking looking right nice like somebody cared but 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 by the end of the school day oh god when i saw her by the end of the day if my mama hadn't already fixed her up all of all of that hair would have come unraveled amen somebody and what we would have to do is take and braid her hair and so that those little ponytails that were going in every which way uh, would now look like they were you know they look like they belong to somebody who cared uh, amen amen in the house uh, and, and so when I think about uh, how the braiding of her hair uh, held her hair together now, I, I, I can't help but to run to Solomon uh, in Ecclesiastes uh, 4 and, tw- and 12 uh, where it reminds us uh, that though one of us uh, might be overpowered in the situation uh, that and two of us can depend ourselves uh, but the word says uh, but a three chord strand uh, cannot easily be broken uh, what are you talking about pastor uh, well the three chord strand uh, represents God uh, it represents the husband um, and it represents the wife uh, when you got those three chords braided uh, together God, when you got them braided together, it demonstrates strength, it demonstrates unity, and it demonstrates love, which not can, which will not be pulled apart easily. You see, when you got just the two chords, every piece, you 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 got it. It's just a little light twist, but when you add God in the strand every piece touches the other piece you see me and Pastor Keith we are stronger together you see we we, we are strong 
song together, Pastor Keith. But when we prayed in, when we mix in God's supernatural power, when we prayed in his unfailing grace, and when we prayed in his never-ending mercy in our lives, Oh, somebody say we become more than conquerors through him who love us. Can I tell somebody that when you got a rope with three cords, one for you, one for him or her, and one for God, those three cords are hard to break. Oh, yes, they are. Does anybody in here understand what I'm talking about this morning? In our situation of let's get married, we saw how Joseph and Mary overcame some hurdles. They overcame some obstacles, and they made it on through. The Bible is silent on their whole marital situation other than when we what we read in Matthew and in Luke. Hallelujah. But we know because they were human, they were bound to be some situations that caused them to know how to stay faithful, to cause them to know how to stay focused and to understand that they were stronger together and the people of God the people of God who heard and understood said amen amen and bless our loving God hallelujah oh hallelujah I thank you Jesus